Hello precious one. You are once again welcome to the hour of liberation with Pastor Eric Otibuatin from ICG's Holy Hill Temple, Sotium Accra. You are about to listen to the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord has the power, the proclivity and the propensity to uplift you and liberate you from any pit of mediocrity onto the hill of prominence. Stay tuned and listen to the word of the Lord. Today is a good Friday and we call it good because what happened in the history of Christianity today is something that brought us goodness. Amen. Amen. It was as a result of the death of Christ that we are saved. Amen. Amen. It was as a result of the death of Christ that you and I, we have eternal life. It was as a result of the death of Christ that you and I, we can say that we are children of God. Amen. 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 So if we are experiencing, if we are remembering the death of Christ, it means that we are remembering something that came into our lives and brought good tidings. Say good tidings. Say good tidings. Go with me to Revelation chapter 12, verse number 7. Revelation chapter 12, verse the number 7. Revelation chapter 12, verse number 7. And I am reading from the New King James Version. He said, and war broke out in heaven. Say, war broke out. Say, war broke out. He said, and war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. Amen. Amen. But they did not prevail, nor was there. They did not prevail, nor was there a place found for them in heaven any longer. So they, so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world, he was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before God day and night has has been cast down. Verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Verse 12. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you dwell and you who dwell on, on them, woe to them. He said, Therefore, I take it again, therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that his, he has a short time. Amen. 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 This portions of scripture that I just read to you highlights to us something that happened in heaven. Say something. 
something. Say something. Something. Once upon a time, the Bible says that God was in heaven with his angels, and all of a sudden, there, there, there was a war that broke out. Are you with me? So God was in heaven, and there was war that broke out in heaven. And when the war broke out, the minister of defense in heaven called Michael, the Bible says that he, he assembled all his, his cohorts, his angels of war and his angels of battle, and they started fighting with the one that has started the war. And the Bible says that the one who brought that war was called the old dragon. Say the old dragon. The old dragon. Say the old dragon. And the Bible says that Michael the angel, the archangel, when he saw the battle, when he saw the war, he also assembled his angels and they fought back. And I thought they were in heaven. So if Satan and his court see them fighting, they will, re they, will, they, they, they will retreat and say that this is the abode of God. This is the house of God. This is the place of God. So we will not fight back. But it didn't happen that way. The Bible says that when the, when the enemy saw them, when the enemy saw that the angels of God and Archangel Michael was fighting back, the Bible says that they also fought back. Which presupposes that there is nothing evil going on in your life by the enemy. That when you stand to pray, when you stand to read the words, the enemy will just retreat just like that. You may be, you may have been married for four years, five years. Your job is not going on well. You are trusting God for booming of your business. There are things that are not going on in your life. But let me tell you this morning that the one who is causing that havoc until you rise and pray, they will not let you go. Even if you rise and pray and you are not consistent in your prayer, the person will never allow you to triumph. What God has given unto you. Because angels of God were fighting with the angels of Satan. Yet the Bible says that they fought back. Say they fought back. They fought back. Say they fought back. But the truth and the victory and the and the and the good tidings is that it doesn't matter how much they will fight back. The Bible says that they prevail not. Say they prevail not. I prophesy over your life that any battle that the enemy is fighting against you, the enemy will never prevail. I said the enemy will never prevail. I said the enemy will never prevail. He might have prevailed the first battle, but I am here to announce to you that this last battle is your battle. He might have prevailed against the first Adam, but I am here to announce to you that the last Adam will bring us victory. We will have victory through his blood. I said the last Adam will give us victory. If you believe it, shall victory is coming. So the first Adam lost the battle. But the last Adam, he sat on his throne and he looked at Satan and he said that I will not allow you to cause havoc in heaven. Wherever God calls us and plants us, are our heavens. The Bible says that he who sits in heaven shall laugh. I remember one day, a certain 
man in John chapter 3 went to Jesus and asked Jesus a question, how can I be born again whilst I am grown up? And Jesus said, you don't need to go through your mother's womb. And they were just having this course. And he, Jesus said something. He made a profound statement. He said, there's no one has ascended to heaven except the son of man who came down from heaven. Who is in heaven? He was talking to the man. But he said the son of man is in heaven. But he was on earth. Which presupposes that there can be heaven on earth for a child of God. Amen. I said there can be a heaven on earth for a child of God. Amen. So where God plants you as a child of God, that place is your heaven. And when the enemy realizes that that place called heaven on earth, you are experiencing God's blessing. There is no way the enemy will not fight with you. The enemy will fight with you and make sure you lose hope in life. Huh? All the blessings that God has given to you as his child, huh? the enemy will never allow you to enjoy that blessing. Huh? He will make sure he will fight with you. Huh? The same way you fought in heaven, huh? that marriage he will fight with you. Huh? That business he will fight with you. Huh? That relationship he will fight with you. Huh? But I am here to announce to you huh? that he will never prevail. Huh? I said the enemy will never prevail. Huh? He might have destroyed your child. Huh? But another child is coming. Uh, he might have taken your business, uh, but another business is rising. Uh, he must take the joy in your marriage, uh, but I see a great joy coming. Uh, if you believe it, shout, I believe it. Uh, if you believe it, shout, I believe it. Uh, the Bible says that there was no place for him in heaven. The same way there was no place for him in heaven, uh, there will not be a place in your marriage for the enemy. Uh, I said there will not be a place in your business for the enemy. Uh, your academics, there will not be a place. Uh, that relationship, there will not be a place. Uh, if you believe it, shout, there will not be a place. There will not be a place. So the Bible says that there was no place found for him in heaven anymore. And the great dragon, the, the accuser of our brethren, another name for Satan is accuser of brethren. And that is he accuses us to God every day. And he accuses God to us. And he accuses you to your co-believer. And he accuses that believer to you. So anytime you are there and you think somebody that is close to you who is a believer, who is supposed to be in the same body with you as part of one body, you think that person is the one causing your downfall. So anytime you see somebody's breakthrough, then your heart breaks. When am I going to get married? And you are murmuring and you are crying. Huh? Anytime you see somebody getting married huh? and you are crying that you, you are at the age of 30, 40, huh? you haven't seen that blessing. Huh? Instead of somebody's blessing to encourage you and take yours by force. Huh? The enemy will accuse that person to you. And you are always looking down on people's blessing. The same way he accuses God to us. There are blessings that God has promised us. And the enemy will tell you, do you think the last sin that you sent, God will give that blessing to you. He will never give it to you. So even you are praying hard, you are fasting, you are doing all that you are supposed to do, but the enemy is accusing God to you that the sin that you committed last time, as a result of that sin, God will never give you that blessing. The same way he appears before God, whenever God is about to bless you, he appears before God like Job, and he says that Job is blessed, that is why he's serving you. 
So whenever God is going to bless you, the enemy stands on the way and tries to accuse God because you are living in a sinful life. But I am here to announce to you that by the shedding of the blood of Jesus, whenever the enemy lifts up his voice, may the blood of Jesus mute his voice. I said, may the blood of Jesus mute his voice. I said, may the blood of Jesus mute his voice. The blood is very precious. The blood, the blood of Jesus. It's very precious. Please put off your phones or put it on silence. The blood is very precious. And because the blood is precious, there are things the blood of Jesus can do, the blood of God's sheep and lambs and rams cannot do. Are you with me? The blood of Jesus can cleanse us from our sins. The Bible says in Ephesians 1 7 that we were redeemed. We have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. So the forgiveness of sins is through his blood. There is no sin that can forgive of there is no blood that can forgive us of our sins if that blood is not spotless and stainless. In the Old Testament, they were trying to use the blood of the lamp to try and, 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 and cleanse the sins of people. But because the blood of goats and sheep were not precious, it couldn't cleanse their sins. But here we are. The blood of Jesus is cleansing us every day. Uh, it doesn't matter the magnitude of your sin. Uh, the blood of Jesus it has the propensity uh, and the proclivity uh, to be to be able to heal you uh, and cleanse you uh, from all the sins that you have committed. Uh, the ones you have committed, the ones you are about to commit. Uh, the blood of Jesus is able to cleanse you. Uh, I said the blood of Jesus is able to cleanse you. Uh, if you believe me, shout, I am cleansed by the blood. I am cleansed by the blood. So the blood is so precious. I'm talking to you, the precious blood of Jesus. Amen. It's so precious that when you sin today and you acknowledge the blood, I was telling my children the other day that when the blood of Jesus was presented in the holiest of holies in heaven, the Bible says that whenever the believers sin and Satan is about to strike or God is about to strike, Jesus will just present the blood and say that it is because of this blood I came to die. So forgive them of their sins. Any sin that has prevented you from receiving your breakthrough, I declare in the name of Jesus that may the blood cleanse you from that sin. May the blood cleanse you from that sin. In the name of Jesus. So the blood is precious because it is the only blood that can cleanse us eternally. Amen. Eternal cleansing. You don't need the blood of goats again because the blood of Jesus has brought us eternal cleansing. Say eternal cleansing. The blood of Jesus is also precious because it is the cost of our salvation. Amen. The blood is what brought us salvation. The Bible says that his name will be called Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And he didn't save us because he just appeared. If Jesus appeared on the surface of the earth and he didn't when we didn't go to the, the cross, the, 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 the sins of humanity would have been with us by now. But our sins were forgiven, our sins were cleansed, we received salvation because of the blood. Hallelujah. 
So the cost of our salvation depends on the blood. That is why the blood is precious. That is why the blood is stainless. That is why the blood is spotless. There is no blood that can cleanse you if that blood has blemished. So the blood of Jesus is stainless, spotless blood of the Lamb. And that is the reason why it was able to purchase for our sins. That is why it, the Bible says that you were not saved by incorruptible seed, like gold and diamonds, but by the precious blood of Jesus. It means that what brought us into salvation is not one billion dollars, it's not ten thousand pounds, it's not all the amount of money you can talk about, but it is something that is more precious than that. And that thing is called the blood of Jesus, uh, and that thing is called the blood of Jesus, uh, and that thing is called the blood of Jesus, uh, if you believe it, shout the blood of Jesus. So the blood is precious because it bought our salvation. Amen. And tell me, the blood is also precious because it gave us confidence. Say, it gave us confidence. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, the Bible says that let us come boldly before the throne room of grace uh, that we will obtain mercy and find peace uh, in times of need. So it means that there were times people were, were, were feeling shy to enter into the throne room. There was a time, even the high priests, they go to the temple, they go to the holiest of holies, where the throne room of God is, you know, where, where, where the ark of God was positioned, on top of the ark, where, where what we call the two terabits, and the two terabits, they have flipped their wings, and their wings were covering the mercy seat. So before you even enter into that place, you must be somebody who has no sin. But blessed be the name of our Lord Jesus. Uh, that you and I uh, we don't need to stay one year before we come to his presence uh. he has given us confidence uh. some of us we even go and sit and still come to church uh. why it is so uh, it is so because there is a blood uh, that speaks better things uh, than that of the blood of Abel uh. and that blood is called the blood of Jesus uh. I am here to announce to you uh, that it doesn't matter the magnitude of your sin, if you can only acknowledge the blood, if you can only call on the blood, the blood will give you confidence. I said the blood will give you confidence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I remember the other day, Peter, who was coward and couldn't even profess Christ before a 13 and 11 year old girls. After the blood was shed, Peter can stand before Sahendris and say that she will be believe God? Should we trust God? Should we have hope in God? Or should we have hope in you, the leaders? It is only God that we will trust. Peter, who was coward, has now become potentious. What brought about that potentious? It was as in the blood of Jesus. I am here to announce to you that if you need boldness to do something, just ask for the blood. Just preach the blood. If you need boldness to encounter somebody, uh, just ask the blood upon your head. Uh, just plead the blood upon your head. Uh, if you believe me, shout, I am pleading the blood. I am pleading the blood. So the blood of Jesus gave us
us confidence. Yes. There are some of us, we were shy. We couldn't stand before the people and even talk about Christ. But when the blood purchased us, and the blood and the blood washed us, we didn't know how we can speak. But all of a sudden, we opened our mouth. I remember the other day, Moses was speaking to my ears. And he said, God, I cannot speak because I am a stammerer. But he said, you don't know what you are talking about. The blood of Jesus has been shed before the foundations of the world. And because of the blood, though you are a stammerer, but the blood will cause you to speak. And though Moses was able to deliver the children of Israel, from the land of Egypt because there was a potential blood. I pray for you this morning that may the blood of Jesus give you confidence. I say may the blood give you confidence. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. So the blood gives us confidence. But because of the blood, we have received confidence. We come before his throne room and we do whatever we want to do. People even come to the presence of God and receive call. How dare you receive call in the temple and in the tabernacle in the olden days? Even people that have not received call and they are just going there with their sins. At times they go there and they die. They don't care. But we have watered down the presence of God in this 21st century that people come to church and they, they, they listen to God in the presence of God. That is why the move of God has stopped in our churches. Because people don't give the reverence that the presence of God carries. You can't be in the presence of President of Ghana, Ekufuado, and as you are talking to him, you get a call and you say, Nana, please give me one minute and let me receive the call. That will be the end of your life. You cannot speak to him again in your life because you did not appreciate his presence. So there are some of us, we are not hearing the voice of God because we don't value his presence. We come to his presence like the children of Israel. Moses was taking something from the presence of God. And the Bible says that the elders were in the presence and they were eating. They were in the presence of God. Their presence at that time was not with them all the time. It comes and it goes. And now you are experiencing the presence once in your life. And they forgot to stay focused. They lost conscience. And they were eating in the presence. That is why Moses was blessed and they, were, they all died in the wilderness. I pray for you this morning. That may God give you confidence. The fourth thing that the blood of Jesus we are saying it is precious is because the blood of Jesus brought us connection. Amen. The blood of Jesus, when Adam and Eve sinned against God, they were disconnected from God. So every human that comes on earth was disconnected from God. But after the blood was shed, the Bible says that whosoever calls the name of the Lord shall be saved. So the blood of Jesus brought us another connection. We were reconciled with God. And I pray with you this morning uh, that anything that needs to bring you reconciliation, uh, may the blood of Jesus connect you. Uh, may the blood of Jesus connect you. Uh, may the blood of Jesus connect you. Uh, if you believe it, shout, I believe it. I believe it. And the fourth, the fifth thing is that the blood also brought us redemption. We are redeemed by the blood. I said we are redeemed by the blood. Amen. Some of us, the kind of family that we are coming from, 
the, 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 the kind of juju powers and the kind of aquatic powers that are in their family, our family background. If it was, if it wasn't the blood of Jesus, I said, if it wasn't the blood of Jesus. Some of us, we were at a drinking bar by this time. Huh? Some of us, by this time, you would have been at a place that people are boozing. Huh? And people are doing all kinds of abominable things. Huh? But because the blood has the propensity huh? and the proclivity huh? to take people from dungeon huh? and position them at the acme of life, huh? the blood of Jesus has brought you that far. Huh? I pray that may the blood continue to redeem you. Huh? I said, may the blood continue continue to redeem you. I said, may the blood continue to redeem you. If you believe a shout, I am redeemed. I am redeemed. Thank you for listening to us, precious one. I hope your life were blessed after listening to the word of the Lord. God bless you for listening to the word of God. And if you want to contact us, Precious One, you can also contact us on this contact number plus 233 246 7212 plus 233 246 or you can also email us at God bless you so much. Thanks for listening to us.